Goldman Sachs, the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with the WBR Investing Podcast. Hoping everybody had a really good day today. Good start to your week. Not so quite so much in the markets today. We're going to cover that. We're going to talk about, go down, I'll take a little bit of a, a trip down memory lane to what happened three years ago, this December of 2018, when the Fed lost their ever-loved minds and hiked rates in December and uh, the outcome there. And the analogy to where we are today with the Fed that is so hell-bent on tapering uh, their QE that that's all they seem to want to talk about. Of course, that's had an impact on the markets. Uh, also today, we had, even though the Dow Jones today finished down 320 points, uh, we had new all-time highs today uh, in uh, housing, in tech, and uh, consumer staples. Uh, we'll get into all that. Let's start with the markets first. Again, Dow Jones today down 320 at 35650 uh, down nine tenths of one percent. Actually, our winner on the day. Our loser today, really kind of a tie. Nasdaq and Russell two thousand uh, both down one point four percent. Nasdaq down two seventeen at fifteen four thirteen, and uh, again Russell two thousand down one point four percent as well. SP one hundred today all time high on Friday. Today gave a little bit of a back down nine tenths of one percent, down forty three points at forty six sixty eight. So first, going to put out a, an announcement for you. A reminder uh, that tomorrow is our 1,000th podcast here, and uh, uh, we're uh, four years, uh, 1,000 podcasts, kind of uh, not possible to believe, but it's here, and we're very excited and honored that tomorrow we're going to be doing a Zoom with the great Wayne Allen Root. Uh, of course, I go, I go way back with Wayne, been friends for a very long time. I know him probably better than most, and uh, we, uh, we're going to cover some things tomorrow that a lot of people don't know about Wayne. I also get some really interesting insights on politics, on business, uh, on what he's done to have so much success. Because here's a guy that has been fired from two high-profile journalistic endeavors, we'll call them, uh, both TV and print. Two big positions because of Rona. Because he wouldn't go along with the company line. It wouldn't repeat what they wanted him to repeat. Instead, Wayne wanted to talk about therapeutics instead of vaccines. Instead, Wayne wanted to talk about things that would keep people, actually keep people healthy, vitamin regimens that could uh, keep them strong so they wouldn't, wouldn't have to worry about getting run. If you did, your body would fight it off. They didn't like that very much, and they certainly didn't like it when he came after George Soros hard. Uh, so we're going to talk about how, how is it that, that Wayne was able to survive that, be kicked off Twitter, where he had a massive following, right? Uh, he was deplatformed there, but still managed to have so much success over the last couple of years, and he really has. Uh, uh, so we'll, we'll get into all that. I think it'll be very interesting, and uh, uh, we'll, have it, uh, we'll have it posted for you, the same way we do here. Again, make sure you sign up for alerts at vrainsider.com slash podcast. Again, vrainsider.com slash podcast. And the very second that our podcasts are published, you'll get it. Again, tomorrow's going to be a Zoom with Tyler, myself, and Wayne. Very much looking forward to that. Um, trip down memory lane. So, three years ago, here we go. Here's the Fed again, talking up. Uh, if you've noticed, the Federal Reserve and the governors of the Fed had been aggressively, I mean, and I mean aggressively, talking up this Fed taper. Now, Jay Powell, you know, has been wrong a lot. But he's also been a man of his word. So when they say they're going to raise rates or they're going to taper, I think we have to take him at his word. The problem is, is that he's committed to going down this road, isn't it? 
and the bond markets and and smart and the the bond market vigilantes on the flip side are smelling this out. Folks, the 10-year yield, even as they talk about tapering and raising rates aggressively next year, even as they talk about it ad nauseum, and that's the Fed meeting is this week, is tomorrow and Wednesday. Uh, the Fed statement will be out at 2 p.m. on Wednesday, followed by the, the Jay Powell presser uh, shortly thereafter, just 30 minutes after. It's at uh, 2.30 Eastern Standard Time. Um, they're talking about this tapering and about raising rates, of course, is freaking markets out. There's a reason why uh, 38% of all NASDAQ stocks fell more than 50% into the panic lows of, of not this past Friday, but the one before. So much damage been done in this market. Well, I think there's a trade here. I think there's a really good trade coming up here, uh, probably tomorrow. Because what are the odds that the Fed would make the same mistake, massive mistake, that they made in 2018, that they'll do it again here uh, by trying to crash the markets in December when nobody's around to buy? Now, people may still be at work, but let's, let's face it, a lot of people are already in Christmas mindset mode. Certainly Wall Street is. It's about to really be the case, even more. But in 2018, of course, Fed, Trump's president, Trump and the Fed got in this big battle. Remember that went on for a long time, a war of words. And, uh, of course, Trump never pulls his punches. Of course, that made him an enemy of, of the banking cartel, all right, central banks. And Jay Powell went on a rate-hiking revenge mode. And he raised rates eight straight times. Uh, the last rate hike being in December, mid-December, right where we are now, right, right after the Fed meeting. Here comes a rate increase. That December, we had the worst December for stocks, which I'm sure you all remember. It was brutal. The worst December for stocks ever in a three-week period. The Dow Jones fell from 26,000 to 21,700. It's a a loss of 16.6% in just under three weeks. It was brutal. Christmas time. Merry Christmas, right? So my point being, that just happened. I don't believe that Jay Powell and his merry band of bankers want to be known as Grinch two out of four years. So what am I trying to say here? As I wrote it up for our Parabolic Options members today, this smells very much like a sell the rumor, buy the news event. Market selling off in advance of the Fed meeting. That's the sell off. Buy the news. The news is, hey, guess what? They're going to talk about an accelerated taper schedule. Haha, imagine that. Well, they've already telegraphed it pretty clearly, haven't they? Again, this is the kind of thing where you're looking to buy on the event. That's, that's my view anyway. And then we, then we can start talking again about having a, a year-end Santa Claus rally, right? The seasonality uh, being bullish here. So we'll see if that is the way it unfolds. Um, this Fed's making some big mistakes here, I can tell you that much. This Fed is making some major policy errors. This is about to be another one. Uh, just told you about the one they made in 2018, fourth quarter in December. This one's about to be uh, maybe worse unless they, they figure out that the markets have already uh, jumped ahead of them with what they want to do. Just, just, here's the stat. The 10-year yield in three weeks, three weeks, has fallen from 1.69% to today's 1.41%. Right, that's a 18% decline in the yield in three weeks. 
So the bond market, the 10-year, and, 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 and it, it, we have a flattening yield curve, by the way. So long rates are falling uh, faster than short rates are rising. That's indicative, indicative of a recession. That's what people are talking about, this massive policy error. The Fed could be hiking rates just as the economy is slowing, and the Fed would then push the economy into a recession. So that's, that's what people are talking about. That's the massive policy mistake that the Fed could be making here, and that's why I don't think they're going to make it. I've said it. We've said it for a long time. Rates are going lower, period. We believe we'll have negative rates in the U.S. by 2025. Probably will be that long. Under uh, 1% in the first quarter of next year. Because we have a system now in place called financial engineering. And it's run by our, uh, you know, our financial masters of the universe. And they, they, they own this. They, they, they break it. They buy it. They know it. Rates can't go higher. It is QE infinity. This is, this is, this is it. This is the way. This is what we have. And the markets have figured that out. That's why 10-year yields continue to plummet, even when the Fed is desperately trying to make the bond market believe they're about to hike rates. Uh, big, big policy mistake uh, looming here. And I think also, folks, that's by the way, why do you think, uh, look, look at what's happening again. Real estate, all-time highs today um, in, a, in a couple of the ETFs. I believe, I believe the utilities are about to break out as well. Let me... I just want to double check this real quick. Yeah, that's exactly right. Utilities today, XLU, the utility ETF, hit a, also hit a all-time high today. So what does it tell you? Well, utilities are the largest borrowers capital in the country. The, the, utilities own more debt than anybody else as an industry in the United States, right? And that's pretty much true across the world. So what does that tell you? If the largest owners of debt, right, the largest borrowers, if their share prices, if, if, their, if, their, if their stock prices are rising and hitting all-time highs today, as is the XLU, which means a whole lot of other utilities are doing the same thing, that is a great barometer also for what? Lower rates, okay, because they flourish in times of lower rates. It also explains housing, why housing is doing what it's doing, technology, Again, all-time high today in XLK. All-time high on Friday in SP 500. I think 40% of the SP 500 now is, is tech. So we're seeing all of the markings of lower rates, not higher. And by the way, guess what else that just happens to be? Wildly bullish for stocks. Now, we may not be getting there the way that the economists thought we would, which would be by, with rising rates, because actually rising rates are good. You know, the, the markets tend to rise in the first rate hike of a new cycle significantly so. Uh, 30 to 40 percent. We're talking about you know, gains over, over, over a couple of year period once a rising rate cycle is back in place. The problem is we don't have that kind of, of a setup anymore. You know, we, we, don't, we don't have a, a normal system. It's completely addicted to uh, QE. And uh, of course, that's why we're only going to have more of it. Uh, but again, lower rates, lower rates for longer. Uh, as uh, Zero Hedge said today, let's go ahead and get it over with. You already know, talking to the Fed, you already know that hiking rates and doing away with the taking punch ball away, you already know it's going to crash the markets. Let's go ahead and bypass that. Let's get right to negative interest rate policy, NERP. 
Let's just go right to it now. Uh, a little tongue-in-cheek there. But uh, again, that's the setup. That's what everybody's talking about. We'll, of course, be with you here every day. Again, the Fed meeting begins tomorrow, and it wraps uh, Wednesday with the uh, statement at 2 p.m. Eastern. And then the uh, Fed presser by the uh, infamous Jay Powell, who is terrible in front of a microphone. My God, the markets tend to crash. No, that's an overstatement. The markets do not do well pretty much from the second that Jay Powell starts speaking. Uh, so we'll be watching that closely. Again, we're looking for buying opportunities. I think there's some good values out there in some of the carnage that's taking place. Um, okay, let's take a look under the hood today. Internals today, these were not great internals, but they, they could have been worse. I mean, NASDAQ down 217, that's 1.4%, of course. You could have seen worse than we saw today. We had been seeing it, but we didn't today. I think the key point that we're watching here, uh, the key price points, are the Friday, not this past Friday, the one before, the Friday lows. That was the panic selling lows, okay? Uh, that's when Jim Cramer said it was too soon to buy. And uh, that pretty much marked the bottom for the markets at that, almost exactly that second that Cramer said that. Uh, just a horrible, horrible uh, uh, ability to time markets and pick good stocks that make money for his people. I don't think he's beaten the markets, but a couple times in 20 years. Uh, but if his climb today was not pretty, uh, just, just over two to one negative NYSE, that's, that, that's about as expected. Uh, NASDAQ was uh, about two and a half to one negative. Again, not awful, but, but not good. We, negative across the board, by the way, uh, as you'd expect. Volume today was uh, three to one negative on NYSE. Uh, better on NASDAQ, frankly, it was uh, one and a half to one negative. That, that was actually a bright spot today. And finally, new 52 highs to lows. Again, we're getting a, a big number from NASDAQ, but, but nothing like we had last week. Today, three hundred uh, week before, today, 332 stocks hit new 52 week lows and NASDAQ to just 65 hitting new 52 week highs. About 89 to 120 on NYSE. Uh, 89 new lows, uh, 59, uh, 120, excuse me, 120 new lows, 89 new highs. Under the uh, sector watch today, again, kind of what you expect, seven lower, four higher. Uh, again, real estate, all-time high, led the way up 1.3%. Again, tech, uh, utilities, all-time high, up 1.2%. Consumer staples, all-time high, up 1.2%. Healthcare, uh, also up 9 tenths to 1% to the downside. Energy today, energy stocks down 2.8%. Consumer discretionary down 2.4%. Uh, and tech down 1.6% after XLK. The tech ETF hit an all-time high at the open. In our uh, commodity watch today, we had um, kind of a quiet day, really. Gold down uh, $3 an ounce at $17.87. Uh, silver up $0.12 an ounce at uh, $22.31. Copper down, uh, excuse me, flat uh, on the day at $4.29 a pound. Uh, oil today down $0.47 cents a barrel at $71.20. And finally, Bitcoin trading back to uh, just hit a tag below its 200-day moving average today. Uh, finished about right at it, thirty down down three thousand six hundred forty four, a uh, Bitcoin uh, trading right now at forty six thousand six hundred and twenty. Folks, as always, appreciate you listening again tomorrow. Uh, Beyond, make sure and uh, and and, uh, and make sure you get your alert for Wayne Root's Zoom interview tomorrow. We really look forward to that. Uh, otherwise, uh, always appreciate you being here. Appreciate your feedback. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.